0: Does the red light mean it's recorded? Yeah, we've we've already started. We're live. Right now? Yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm Gabe. And I'm Gab. And you're listening to the Lost and Founders podcast. Hello everybody, you're listening to the Lost and Founders podcast, episode 64?
0: 64? Is that it? I think it's 64. Okay. Let me check. Let me confirm. Fact check. This the is first time. So embarrassing. First time we've ever we're, fact checked.
1: <laughs> we're coming.
0: Uh, we're coming to you with a late episode. Don't even know which episode. I mean, now we're just pandering. All right, you're taking up all the mic space here. Uh, let me let me scooch in. Oh, not even close. 62. Oh my God. Yeah. So, did you ever
1: have a Nintendo 64?
0: Uh, I actually never did. No. No, my parents never really wanted to like buy me gaming systems because they probably knew how addicted I'd get, which was a good call. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I I,
1: uh, I had when I was a kid, aggressively obsessed with it, and I addictive pl- personalities. Uh, I've, with games, I have no addictive personality anymore. But when I was a kid, I did, and I played it over Christmas, and it still holds up. Like it's still good. The sixty four Nintendo sixty four, like from like the mid nineties. I played. Uh, my brother and I were playing Golden Eye, Double Oh Seven Golden Eye, absolutely legendary game. Um, but he spanked me. Whatever. Uh, anyways, uh,
0: yeah, how you guys doing today? How you guys doing today? You gaming? Uh, no gaming today. Uh, we were just talking about what we wanted to discuss on this podcast, and the first thing I definitely want to delve into is, uh, and someone made this point when I spoke to him yesterday, he said, you're in the business of relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, with Tidal League specifically is what this person was referring to. And it really got me thinking, because like, we all know the importance of relationships, but like the actual logistical steps to building the right relationships and putting yourself out there and what we've done and even like looking back in university and what I would have done differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met with a, uh, a young uh, student in business today who uh, offered his free time to title league and I was kind of just giving, some, um, giving him some advice on how to position himself after university. Mm-hmm. Now, I said to him and I was like, I know this feels really douchey, but I was like, get business cards with your email, your phone number, and go to an event every two weeks, <coughs> shake some hands. Mm-hmm. All you got to say is, hey, you know, I know who you are. Congrats on all your success. Uh, you know, would love to learn more about what you guys are doing or, you know, how I might be able to get involved. And maybe not. Maybe you just hand a card or you ask for a card and you build a database of all those connections. Mm-hmm. If you do that every two weeks, starting in your, say, second year university, You will have an incredible network Mm -hmm. by the time you graduate. Getting a job won't be the question. It's which job will I get. Yeah. Solely based off that. No, and like we were talking... your, you know, ability.
1: We were talking about yesterday, you know, like we've been searching for sponsorship and grants and things like this to make this tournament happen. As much as we'd like to think that it's a fair playing field, uh, it's not. It never will be. It never will be. It's who you know. And that's how the world, uh, you know, is always going to
0: work. Corporate world especially. I mean, and, like, I can't say I have experience managing, like, a 100-person company or whatever. But just from my experience, you know, like, I had a call yesterday with someone who was interested in being involved in a bit more of a, vol- like, not a volunteer, you know, some financial Do you return. think that if... <laughs> please. If you hired somebody who had, like... Multiple
1: personality disorder. You could say you managed a team of like twenty people. Yeah, yeah, hundred uh, percent. I would okay. Dude, we're in PR. Come on. Yeah, like, good to know. I, I mean, love I'm like, it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna put an ad out today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Only
0: looking for yeah, about uh, twenty plus personalities. Managed a videography team of yeah, like twenty five thousand. Yeah. <laughs> twenty five thousand. <laughs> um, no. Uh, but uh, where was I going with that? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a call with someone who like this guy is extremely well respect, respected in the basketball community in Halifax. And I used to have conversations with him and he used to take the time to chat with me when I was like 16 years old, we had some gr- like really, really good conversations and he referenced a, a specific conversation that we had when I was 16 years old that he like that stuck with him
1: mm-hmm.
0: and was, you know, wanted to be involved with what we're doing. And that like goes back almost, that goes back seven years. Mm-hmm. And now this person, you know, we might want to work together, and that's just like it's. It always comes full circle, and people you think might be useless sometimes just come around. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think we are in the business of relationships. Yeah, you, you can't. Sorry about the sirens. Yeah, are you guys hearing that? I do you think I have
1: something to admit?
0: Okay. What?
1: Before they come in something, put it on the record. Okay, something happened last night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> no. Uh, These sirens are going to get louder and louder. Yeah.
1: Um, I think we have ETA for them probably like four or five minutes. I think we're good.
0: Yeah, we're good. Um, well, yeah, we can wrap it up.
1: What was I going to say? Yeah. I mean, you can't ever. You can't ever uh, assume when you meet someone like what that could blossom into. You never really know. And like, yeah, we've had. So a lot of things that have evolved into huge things for us it started with a small conversation with like one person who like introduces with another and like it's just it's crazy it's insane that's why they call it networking it's like it's a web of people that know people that know people and uh, yeah you gotta come in there and just like show your interest provide some value
0: hopefully show you know what you're talking about learn your shit you're good you're Gucci yep um, and I think and you can you can attest to this but we had some relationships but nothing really significant coming out of university yeah so we had to start building those relationships from scratch right when we started mm-hmm. right and here's one here's sorry to cut you off I mean, you
1: didn't cut me off okay go. and here's another thing though is um there's a there's a lot of value in going and networking um, under your own name not like associated with a company that you work with but mm-hmm. it's a lot more important because a lot of people that I've met in the startup world it was either me working under Seed or Volta Labs and I was the co-op student with that like, mm-hmm. and you know that's a hard for a lot of people that's a hard label to shake when you get into your
0: own thing it takes a while and it's like oh you know they're their own boss Right. he was the co-op kid right so here's, here's an alternative to that. This this uh, young student who will be helping with Title League, right? If I'm him, rather than saying, hey, you know, I'm helping with Title League, I'll say I'm working directly with Gab, one of the co-founders, to help him with this. Yeah. Right? And that's when... Because if you say, yeah, I'm, I'm helping, he's like, oh, yeah, he's probably just volunteering, you know, do like they're probably getting him to do some minimal work. But, I mean, in my opinion... And this is something we need to plan. We can transition to talking about managing is when it comes to managing people, I want to make sure that they're getting something out of it, right? Because like, yeah, that's what good managers in my life, like have always like, had as their foundation is how can I help this guy grow, set him up? 100%. And like, maybe it's under the
1: name of your company, maybe not. But like, for the time that they're there, you want them to feel like, hey, I'm part of. This entity, I'm helping it move forward. Which they I'm, a- are. I'm appreciated. Yeah, 100%. And that takes... I mean, it does take a lot of skill as a manager. Like, most entrepreneurs can attest to how difficult it is to hand something over that you've been doing for a long time, and you built a, uh, a level of integrity with the way you handle shit, and then you hand it over to someone else, trusting. It's hard. Yeah. It's, it's hard,
0: but like, if you want to grow, you have to do it. 100%. You have to... And, and it's not even just like being a good manager. It's, it's like bringing on the right people mm-hmm. because that, and, and I listen, there's a really great podcast, The Corp with uh, Alex Rodriguez and uh, Big Cat from, pardon my take, it's an interesting dynamic, but it's a business podcast specifically talking to people in sports and and uh, Barbara from Shark Tank, I actually really, really, really liked what she said because I listened to that podcast right after I went on a Brand New Views podcast. Check it out. I was uh, uh, their guest for episode 10 and I uh, had a really great time and she and one thing that I talked about in that podcast was uh, I think something that sets certain people apart is you know not feeling sorry for yourself
1: mm-hmm.
0: because the second you start feeling sorry for yourself something bad happens and you're like oh man why me yeah, then yeah. that's not someone I want to work with and Barbara uh, I get cork, I don't even know how to pronounce her last name. I don't know. You all know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, and she literally, like, she pretty much said the same thing in that podcast. And this was like 15 minutes after I recorded it. So, you
1: regurgitated it all?
0: Uh, no, she regurgitated what I said. I hadn't listened, like, oh. she, I listened to the podcast right after, and she and then she talked about how she's been able to build such a great empire was teaming up with really skilled people in areas that she lacks. Yeah. So, like, she didn't want to do a lot of, like, the logistical work for one of her companies, hired someone to do all that logistical work, gave that person 1% of her company, and for the next 10 months gave her one additional percentage. Hmm. Based on the work, she could have ended it at any time. And... It was really, and this person was a complete opposite from her. Yeah. And that's the reason she was able to succeed is she built a really, really great team who initially this person wasn't doing it for the money. Mm-hmm. She was like, okay, I need to prove myself for this money. And what I see with our volunteers is, is this, these are people who believe in what we're doing and want to be involved in some capacity. Where I feel bad with our growth is people assume that we have money to hire.
1: Yeah. No, I get uh, you know until this week, all of the uh, like the forms on our website was being directed to my email. I switched it over to Kurt, but uh, yeah, I get unsolicited applications often through there. Yeah, on Tidal
0: League, uh, magnified specifically. Oh, oh, to help with magnified or with Tidal League? Magnified. Yeah. Usually, so people see this the energy that we have, and I think that's what one of the things that's most appealing to us because there's a lack of people with like this kind of drive and energy in Halifax. And I'm not saying you need to be all Gary V on people all the time, but you can feel energy in a room.
1: Mm-hmm. Like you walk
0: into a room and you have a, and you sit down you have a meeting with someone who's a CEO and they just don't have the energy and you can see they're just focused on work, running their business and
1: you yeah, know, keep yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah.
0: then you're like, okay, well that's not the room for me. But then you meet with a CEO from another company who's all open to brainstorming and teaming don't up. do love that feeling? I get a like I, Every Aww. time, every time
1: I uh, I start collaborating well with someone, like I either do really well or don't, but when I do, I always get goosebumps and I'm like, okay, fuck yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I get all happy yep. and like, I'm like, this yep. is, I want to work with you. I'm going to find a way to work with you. I love everything that your company does. And I want to be part of it. And it's just like,
0: and six months ago, I didn't have the ability to, uh, like, know which people fall under which category initially or i'd say even like a year ago it's okay this is a decision maker i want to work with this decision maker yeah and that's just not the case yeah like what i can do now and i'm glad i'm very very grateful to have business partners and you and kurt who actually believe in in my gut Mm -hmm. you know it's okay like because i've like i'm now at the point where i can say yeah this isn't this isn't going to go somewhere big yeah you know but I also have that gut feeling where this may not go to somewhere big, but it may. If yeah. we if we approach this right, this could be big for us. And you guys, if you know, you guys, your approach is pretty much, hey, if you br- if this person brings value, okay, yeah, let's let's have the conversation. And so the ability to understand who you work well with. So like knowing yourself is one thing, which I know that we're still working on that. I know mm-hmm. myself well, and I'm very aware of my strengths and weaknesses, but Knowing who matches with your personality is a whole different ballgame. Yeah, it's really tough. Because, like, you want to feel it on gut, but damn, I could make anyone, like, anyone who isn't like a prominent business figure who's experienced a lot, I could get anyone excited about working together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, because it's easy to persuade people in that way, mm-hmm. but I'm not persuadable in that way anymore. Yeah, and you I know what I mean. I, I'm
1: somewhere, I don't, I, I, especially with like this, bringing people on. I, look, I almost want them to set the tone for energy because it's like, are you excited to be part of this? Like, you know, like I'm speaking specifically on it as like a volunteer, like your approach is going to determine, oh, let's do this together, mm-hmm. you know, mm. uh, rather I, than me being like, come on, man, like this is going to be, be the greatest. Because like,
0: if I do that, I won't always be able to motivate, like, I, like sure your job is running a team of volunteers or staff is somewhat... To motivate that group yeah but i don't want to work with people that if i don't go in a room with them every week and pump their tires that they're gonna lose momentum like i'm not that's not my job to to get you to do you know what it you are to, do. It, there to is, an extent there is
1: a level of that for sure I'm, because like i one thing i have to keep referring back to is like what did i like when i was in an office from a manager you know i wanted a certain level of hands off let me do it and you trust me but i also want a certain level of like i'm not one who you're doing a good job i don't need to be congratulated but i like I, it doesn't hurt to be recognized hey like you you know this is really helpful
0: for this you helped to do this oh you know what i'm gonna write down right now we what? should build a list of what all the volunteers have done yeah so we can recognize yeah. them uh for their accomplishments let's get a
1: volunteer to do that
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, write me a speech for Monday. I got to hype these boys up. Um, those are the little things. Like when you listen, like Michael Rubin, the owner of the 76ers and and a lot of other businesses. He he was actually at the Sixers game yesterday with Meek Mill, uh, Big Cat, Big Cat <laughs> yeah. and another some rapper. random I guy. I can't remember like was uh, he a rapper? You're just this like little another white rapper. Dude. No, no, that the little white dude is Michael Rubin. Is it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> that young-looking white dude is a billionaire nice and who owns the Sixers. And he and millionaires all look like millionaires, billionaires look like regular people. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually funny. Uh, well, I was listening to him because he was on a podcast and talked about Meek Mill because he has a great relationship with Meek Mill. When Meek Mill went to jail, he said he probably dedicated 50% of his time to supporting that. Yeah, and so like he's, he's a great guy, but he was talking about, uh, you know how to how to manage kind of a, a team and how to motivate people mm-hmm. and to a certain extent you just want to surround yourself with people who do good work but you need to recognize those people when they do their work yeah. like especially our generation yeah we expect to be recognized which is a fair expectation yeah i, I think it's a little it's definitely amplified
1: through like social media And like, you know, someone who's used to getting like compliments constantly and just stuff like that. Like there's a, there's a bar that's set with people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And like, I'll compliment you when you deserve to be complimented. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't no, you know, I know. Like I'm not gonna like. I'm gonna be, I'm dude. Gonna, it's amazing. Like thanks for that spreadsheet. I'm gonna be. Like, that was you, that's incredible. You know, like I just, you just thank, thank, you. You. thank you, thank you. That was great. That's your goddamn job. <laughs> that's your that's your job that we don't pay for. Yeah, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, no, no, but like you know what I mean. Like there's a. No, I'm gonna make a. I'm like, gonna make
1: a whole post, a whole video appreciation. Every like, single volunteer this, this, gets a post and a thank video. Thank you so much for lining up the. The beer for the party. You saved the party. Thanks for
0: supplying us with glasses. Oh, actually, speaking of glasses, we need champagne glasses. Yeah. Um, So, anyways, I think we talked. Did we talk about Tylee launch party? Yeah, we did talk about it last week. God Um, damn it. Yeah, I mean, I I I think like just to keep going on on volunteers. I think it's different managing volunteers and managing. Also, also, if anybody who's listening
1: is highly skilled in Ooh. graphic design, uh, any content comment. creation, writing, I would love to, I'd love to hear from you. So you can reach out to me at Gabe at title We will recognize your volunteer. I will recognize efforts. every beautiful piece of art that you put together for this for this tournament. I need a little help. It's. Uh, I'll admit it. And I'm, I'm willing to, I'm willing to trust and hand over to the right, deserving volunteer. Player.
0: So, you're interested hit me up nice great plug thank you really great plug uh it's different managing volunteers and managing staff staff Mm -hmm. they're getting paid to do what they do they have to do it volunteers they don't have to do it so you need to figure out what their availability is what their specialty is what they actually enjoy doing because remember when we launched magnified i did a lot of research into volunteer engagement and getting volunteers for nonprofits. yeah and they want to be a part of something that will be fulfilling and that they enjoy Volunteering isn't supposed to just be something you throw on your resume, Yeah. you know, uh, and beyond that, and I, I don't even want to qualify them as volunteers. No, we, yeah, no, go ahead. We have people who are advising us and helping us with things that they don't have the time to help us and they're, you know, they deserve to get paid well for what they're doing for yeah. us and they're just doing it out of the goodness of their heart. And yeah, and like the interest and the vision. Yeah, and like 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 executives at companies, yeah. helping us with this. Like that's what other city will you find that in? Mm-hmm. You know, like I,
1: I think I mean, that's, nowhere really. I, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know what the culture is like in business, but it's like the right size here where it's yeah, you um, know, like it, the value is putting on for the city really
0: and being part of it. Everyone wants to be a part of it. Now talking about relationships and executives, I wanna I wanna pitch an idea. Uh, a podcast to our podcast listeners. Volunteers, um, <laughs> you listening? Uh, podcasts or like a, a video series with in partnership with a media company. But we've had the chance to build real relationships with some of Halifax's most successful business personalities, and we have access to them. Like if we said, "Hey, we want to do a podcast or do a video," asking you all these questions. And yeah. I'm thinking more formal than like the way we were in our podcast. I'm thinking more like a like a closer to like a mix between podcasts and, and like traditional media mm-hmm. um, where it, because you are talking to high level executives and you want to get something out of it. But I'm thinking somewhat of a, of, of a video series on, you know, kind of like inside the minds of Halifax's most successful business personalities, mm-hmm. because we have access, like it's different for us to say that, especially with a relationship yeah. than like a, you know, someone like a media we're just someone working on a project where Mm -hmm. we have the relationships and we're content creators and we believe in the city. Yeah. There's room for partnership somewhere. So I just wanted to kind of talk that out for the more business minded folks here and see if there's any interest, please uh, DM either Lawson founders or uh, just text me if you know me or DM me, because that's something that like, if there's actually interest uh, I think that would be extremely beneficial because folks like Travis McDonough from conduct the CEO there well, you know, one of the most successful startups c- to come out of Halifax. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people in Halifax don't know who they are.
1: Yeah. And, and any
0: time it's been done in this city, like,
1: there's I saw an Eastlink video on Lee Bragg. And it was the most bullshit the, video I've
0: ever seen. The CEO of uh, uh, Oxford Blueberries and Eastlink. Yeah. His father, John Bragg, is worth a shit ton of money.
1: Like, a gross amount of money. Anyways,
0: these are people that, like,
1: you know, should be put... Uh, on a pet, like a business pedestal. Maybe they don't want it out there, but I mean, he agreed to a video and it was under Eastlink name and it was trash.
0: It's been up for like years, it has like 100 views. Hmm. It's fucking garbage. Maybe we go to John Riss and say, John, we have a project, okay? We wanna use your private jet yeah. only for the shoots, okay? All these videos are trash and trash offices. Give us your private jet, give it the PJ. We'll get some bottles T- of Ace of Spades. The, fund the entire project. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, and we'll do it and, on your PJ. And we're you're gonna, welcome. And we're gonna land at the destination of our choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're gonna go, we're gonna go somewhere down south. Listen. And then John, can you also just drop us
0: off? I feel you're kinda just, killing my buzz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not paying gas, by the way. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yo, who's pitching for jet food? <laughs> I'll come with like a fiver. Yeah, yeah. Here's 20 bucks for it. saw all I had. <laughs> It's all had on me. Sorry. Thanks, John. Sorry, JR. Uh, uh, just to, like, not allude to the fact that we know him, we do not have a relationship with John Risley. I'm full transparency. So
1: glad this isn't a video podcast because we're winking. Wink, wink. Yeah. He's
0: my guy. He's my guy. He's yeah. actually in the room. No, I'm so tired of, like, like, I used to get excited at relationships that weren't even relationships. Yeah. Like, oh, this guy answered my email. Amazing. We're tight. And now it's like he knows uh, who I He answered am. my email. And now, how the hell am I going to get him in a room? Yeah. Um, so anyway, so let's 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 shift to pop culture because we've talked a lot about business. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk. Um, let's talk. Big Draco.
1: Yeah, Drake Soldier. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Drake. Oh, big, like the call. That's his nickname.
0: Yeah, Big Draco. Or whatever. Which, is, which Draco?
1: No, no. It's what is it? It's fucking. Yeah, because his name's like Dre. And Cord- anyways, Soldier Boy.
0: Yep. Soldier Boy, tell him. Went viral. Yeah, he He'll did. always have a special part in my heart. It's the first time that I attempted to dance fully knowing that I'm, I suck at it. Dude. But I did it in public.
1: You know what I did? What? When that song came out. Because it was like, that came out when I was in grade six. And that's the first year that there's dances, right? And you're like, oh man, I got this, this pretty girl. I got to impress her with some soldier Boy. So I, I, uh, I faked sick the day before the dance. And I watched the how-to video.
0: All day. Yeah, how many times did you recite like the 30-second dance?
1: Uh literally like, all day.
0: Like all probably all afternoon. Oh my god. We
1: were sitting in like my dad's office on his computer's hitting refresh. I was like, man, I gotta have the fucking cleanest moves out here. Tell us about what he did. So he's been in the news lately, which I I started seeing it like on my on my YouTube recommended. I was like, why the fuck is Soldier Boy being recommended to me right now? He hasn't done anything in, like 10 years. Anyway, so he released a game console and called Soldier Games, where he basically just licensed a bunch of games that already exist on this super overpriced platform. And it's just like an emulator for other games. And they sold the fuck out. And then now he's just calling the entire world out. He's like, yeah, I, I made Drake.
0: I taught Drake how to be Drake. Um, yeah, because made- the, did you see the comparison between... What was it? The song that he did... Yes. Yeah, so, so, so tell no. me what's really going on? on. And then he played uh, Drake's Over, was it? Or no, Miss Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and it was like the same flow. This is exactly. But like the same lines. But Drake's been doing that for Drake's years. been
1: jacking flows. Wor- like the actual lyrics
0: word for word forever. Yeah. This isn't news. No. But it's a good point. It's a good point. And Soulja's like, <laughs> Soulja popped off before Drake did.
1: Yeah, and that was one thing. I listened to The Breakfast Club interview with him it's a it's a radio show on xm anyways he had a good point like he was the soldier boy was like the pioneer of social media marketing and being online to promote your music he uh like i think he was one of the first to have uh, a music video on youtube that music video also had a dance that clearly worked because i felt the need to learn it before the grade six dance Mm -hmm. um and now that's something we see all the time. Like you see, like Shiggy Dance coming out with a Drake song, you know, Nay Nay, yeah, Whip Nay Nay, uh, 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 Flossing, yeah, Six Nine had that song before he went to before he went to jail R- with the dad. R.I.P., Yeah, R.I.P., Uh You know what I mean? So like he kind of started all of that, and he was completely ragged on by like hip hop at the time, and then now he influenced the whole,
0: this whole generation. And Drake followed him on Instagram today. Yeah, yeah, he did. So my prediction, because Drake's all peace, love, and positivity now, probably has like one of those like signs up in his in his studio: peace, love, positivity. You know what? Better together. You know what? It's so funny about Drake. Drake always does this shit. He goes, he goes,
1: yo, I could have ruined him, but I didn't. Come better. You know, I had a song ready for Pusha, didn't release it didn't stoop to that level. Yeah. Shut so, the hell up. Do you know
0: how... Actually, you know what? I do respect the guy. Yeah, I do. But yeah. do you know how <laughs> you know that Drake has a PR team from like an agency in New York or Toronto? Definitely. You know how you know that is because he put out a statement with the mm. beef with Pusha T, yeah, <laughs> no one on in his inner circle Mo- recommended a statement. I can no give no it. no. Every crisis we, management firm,
1: they all yeah. Like if we're talking Soldier Boy, he'll just go on
0: Instagram Live, add the person he's beefing with, me like, "I'll yeah. oh,
1: fucking kill you." Yeah yeah
0: like, yeah. Like that's that's the approach, <laughs> and so that's how you know Drake has a huge PR team. Drake, want, and Drake's a businessman. Yes, I do want to talk about uh, Tom Brady, the greatest to ever do it. Uh, Now, if you're not a sports fan, stick with us. I promise I won't talk sports too much. Mm -hmm. Uh, He went off and once again pulled it out in the clutch, won the uh, championship game to head to the Super Bowl for, like, the millionth time. Is this the third time in a row? Yeah. Third time in a row, but, like, probably, like, Like, eight of the last ten. Yeah. He's won five. Yeah. So... (laughs) Like... like, Which is insane. Yeah. Now, everyone hates him. Everyone hates the Patriots. Mm -hmm. And... Like it's not like they're a dirty team, you know. No. They like they play a game. Except fair for the game. deflated balls. Besides, yeah, deflated <laughs> yeah. Games, which like if you hated the Patriots, that was like your that own, was your I just, the just yeah, just a swing. See, at this him. is why this is why I hate them. Yeah, but or like when they spied on other teams. You remember that when they sent camera cameramen to like other teams? That, oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah facilities yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, they're a bit greasy, but that's not why people hate them. You can say that's why you hate him, but that's just not true. You hate him because Tom Brady's the greatest to ever do it. And that's how, in society, we approach people who are incredible. People who are the best at what they do are often hated without any justification, just solely based on their success. That's why I have so many fucking haters. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, think about Tom Brady. Dude's like a good family man, Mm -hmm. community guy, never any trouble in the law. Like, your staple, like... Your ideal quarterback, in yeah, the yeah I to know, like he, lead a lead a franchise. He's, he was built in a lab. Yes, yes. you are a quarterback. You're of like forty else. something years old and still the greatest to do it. Yeah. So, uh, what I'll say is, uh, I hope I never get like. I I realized the other day I had this like epiphany because I hate people like letting people down. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a, a weakness. I see that as a weakness. Yep. You can also, if you want a PR, it's a strength. I'm a, you know, I'm good relationship. <laughs> I care about other people. But yeah. a, the real weakness is that I care about making people happy. And my mom told me a long time ago. She said, you know, a lot of people are gonna dislike you because you're a big personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just a fact. She said, a lot of people dislike me. A lot of people are gonna dislike you in life. And I've, I'm starting to accept that yep. because with success will come a lot of, you know, disappointing a lot of people. And if you're listening to this and you feel like I've let you down or I haven't necessarily maintained a relationship... I'm sorry but I've just got other shit to do and I've got priorities and See you're that's still it. trying to make the audience happy. You, know, you what? know I'm just letting you're people know You're not that, important enough for him. That's, okay? That's He's not, not going to follow up with you that's, if you're not important enough. That's not true. <laughs> no, I am just joking. I love you. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. No, but my thing is is like yeah. I don't like letting people down because like we said relationships is what have propelled our growth. Yeah. Right? And so without being too like analytical saying this person doesn't matter or whatever Mm -hmm. like i think if you look at really successful people they're strategic about their time but they also like they select like people that aren't that important to like mentor or to spend time with in the support yeah and to
1: build on that like it all comes down to like a it is, but like you know we all have a hierarchy of needs and right now my biggest need is uh survival financial and that means most of my focus and relationships and conversations are revolving around business and growing business and that's it and my social life has severely suffered mm-hmm. and i know that you know i i get hit, like reached out by friends like oh like am i ever gonna hear from you like i had a friend who's like yeah so should i pencil you in for like 2020 because just like i don't have time to so and like is not how i want it to be i hate that but it's like I
0: have I have to do that. Like man, we were working till like eight thirty last night. Like, yeah, and starting at like hour seven, day. and then yeah, 12, 14 hour day, and with minimal breaks. And then you know, like a buddy offered for me to stop by and, and catch up, and I'm just like, I just want to go home and sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, like did you go home and sleep? I went home, went to the gym, and slept. Nice, um, but like I don't want to like. I I just can't. I'm embarrassed I didn't make it to the gym. It's all right. I had such
1: a headache. It's all right. I just fell asleep in my clothes. Hmm. Way she goes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Um, then woke up with a headache and then couldn't sleep till like 2
0: a.m. Yeah. That sounds like (laughs) another day in the life of Gabe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So, yeah. I mean, like, I don't want to let people down, but at the same time, we need to prioritize. And we know where that energy needs to be spent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what we should <laughs> you know what we should do to maintain our
1: personal lives is send out newsletters. Yeah, just, just, just friends and family. General mm-hmm. copy and paste newsletters. We'll draft them up on Sunday, send them out. Hey, like. You know, something that's... It's no, no, vague monthly, enough, monthly. Monthly. Monthly, yeah, yeah. Come on, our relationships are <laughs> bad for <and poor> enough. <laughs> something vague enough that could it could mean anything to
0: anyone. Yeah. But Just it's, a general, you, me, and Kurt use the same one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Copy, paste So happy to see things are going well for you. Like, something like that. I, I hope... hope I, we boop, use MailChimp. Yeah. I, hope the family's well. Yeah. Uh, I, Uh, you know hope your partner and
1: the family is well I look forward to seeing you again let me know when you're available put it in their hands like it's their (laughs)
0: fault (laughs) okay on this note let's go get that newsletter ready (laughs) let's go and uh, prioritize yeah have a great rest of your week you've been listening to the Lost and
1: Founders podcast and to reiterate really quick uh, if anyone is graphic designer content creator web design anything like that please reach out to me I would love to hear from you All right. have a good week